You're listening to The Lovish Podcast, and I'm your host, Dr. Sita Hood, vision architect and licensed therapist. Each week, I'm going to help you to develop the belief and strategy necessary to make an immediate impact on the world by deep diving into topics like mental wellness, faith, relationships, and you guessed it, love. I should mention before we hop into the show, this is not a substitute for a relationship with a licensed therapist. Welcome to the special series, The Holiday Hype. In this series, we're focused on releasing old narratives that make us dread the holidays, embracing new perspectives and traditions, and getting hype for our newfound freedom. Grab your mug, your notebook and pen, and let's get hype! Hey, hey, welcome to the last episode of the Holiday Hype Series. I hope that you have enjoyed listening to each episode. I really wanted to spend some time giving you some encouragement to get through the holidays. And I am so thankful for all the messages that I've received from you where, you know, you've been telling me what parts specifically of this series that you've been loving and how you have been implementing some of the formulas that I've been giving you. That does my heart so good. So this episode is going to be a quick formula to help you rest. But first, let's review what we covered in this series already. Even though, you know, we talked about uh, all of these things in reference to the holidays, it is definitely applicable for daily life too. So I want you to remember that. In episode one of this series, we talked about how to break up the monotony of life and get hyped, yeah! (laughs) And I'm leaving that in there. No, but seriously, we know that this time of year can cause a lot of things to grow stale, right? Our plants outside, sometimes even inside, habits that we might have started strong, relationships, etc. So we talked about ways to just kickstart your healing process so that you can get hyped for the holidays. And then in episode two of the series, we talked about how to refresh your boundaries. I recommend refreshing your boundaries pretty often. Maybe even like quarterly is a good idea to do an assessment on your boundaries and see how you feel like they went over the past uh, three months or 12 weeks. I gave you a framework, the OG, Loops and Traps, New Kids on a Block Part 1, and New Kids on a Block Part 2. And then we threw that framework together to refresh your boundaries before you ended up in a situation where you actually needed to enforce those boundaries. In episode three of the series, we talked about navigating through family drama because, child, listen, if it's anything that the holidays bring out, we know it's the drama. Have y'all been keeping up with the Thanksgiving clapbacks this year? Okay, (laughs) those take me out every year. And, you know, I know we got the basic clapbacks that we've been seeing for a couple of years now, but it seems like these clapbacks get more and more advanced. If you have not and you have no idea what I'm talking about, go on Instagram, do type in your um, search hashtag Thanksgiving clapbacks. It's a whole series. And then have fun laughing at the clapbacks. <laughs> Anyway, in episode three, I ran you through a visualization exercise called the redesign. 
And that was designed to help you redefine the narratives that are floating around in your head. And then in last week's episode, episode four of the series, we talked about ways to create joy during even the toughest holiday season. We talked about joy being an act of choice and how you have the beauty of deciding every single day that you wake up. So today, I want to talk to you in this final episode of the series about one of my favorite topics, rest. And you know, I'm going to give you a formula for rest. So just pause this episode and go get your pen and your paper right now so you can write it down. Okay, you ready? Rest increases productivity. Now, I know if you are a longtime podcast listener, you have heard me say rest increases productivity so many times. I want to offer you a fresh perspective. I think that we have to expand our definition of productivity to make room for rest. When you rest, you are rebooting to become empowered. But first, you have to submit to the process and trust the step that you're on in the process. So we've come to know productivity as one thing. We've defined it very one dimensional when the reality is it is multidimensional. Productivity in housework or productivity in our career is just like we have one track minds when we picture productivity. Either it's, okay, I'm going to be productive by getting laundry, dishes, blah, 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 et cetera, done. Or I'm going to be productive by um, creating this content or typing up this report or being in this meeting and, you know, taking effective notes. And all of those things, yes, they are productivity, but What about the contribution that sleep has to our physical productivity? If I take a nap when I'm tired and then I wake up and go on to finish like nine of those tasks, wasn't that nap worth it? Rather than skipping the nap and taking like four hours to complete two tasks, wasn't the nap much more productive And I know we don't tend to see it that way. We usually see it flipped around. Well, if I take a nap, then I won't finish, but we're not counting all the procrastination time or even how slow we might be moving because we're so exhausted. If I am emotionally and mentally drained and I can't focus on my task, isn't a walk outside or a brain break reading much more productive if it puts me in a better mental state where I could focus? Which one is better? Is it going to be me trying to push through and give half-hearted focus or me taking a break appropriately and allowing my brain to mentally reset so that I am my most productive self? Productivity is not just a checklist. It comes in a bunch of different type of ways, right? And so I told you that I was going to give you a formula for rest. So here we go. R is the reboot. To reboot means to power off so that you can restart. You are intentionally hitting the reset button so that the thing can work properly. So it can work as it was designed to work. So it can function in its full capacity. And so most often, if an electronic needs a reboot, it's because it was burning out. It was moving slow. It wasn't as sharp as it typically is. So you had to shut it down so that it could function better. 
Our bodies are the same way. Our minds are the same way. We need to reboot so that we can function as we were designed. E, empower. Rest empowers you. One definition of empower is to make you stronger or more confident. Because you've allowed yourself to reboot, you can now see things very differently. You ever notice that, you know, you're you're completely exhausted, you're working on a task, you're losing focus, you take a minute and you go and lay down or you take a minute and you go for a walk outside. And then when you sit down at the computer the same day, but maybe like just 20 or 30 minutes later, now you have fresh ideas. Doesn't happen this way all the time because sometimes we need a longer break. But when you step away and you get your eyes off the thing and you come back, you feel empowered. You can attack the problem from a different angle because you've had the opportunity to reflect. And when you're feeling empowered, you also realize that you've always had the permission to act, to do, to be. So you are rebooting and allowing yourself to become empowered and to see that thing differently. S, you're submitting to the process. I know, I know, get on back over here. Turn me back up. Don't try to turn me down. I know you don't like the word submission and I'm still throwing it at you because you have to learn to submit. Do not try to fight your need for rest. You are human. And the more that you attempt to fight the need for rest, the more likely you will need it. I want you to think about this in terms of a toddler or an infant. When they are their most exhausted selves, they're hollering, they're kicking, they're screaming. And you like, why don't you just lay down? You just so tired. You so irritable. Just lay down. And I'm telling you the same thing today. Surrender. Allow your body to rest. Why don't you just go lay down instead of getting mad at everybody, honey? Instead of copping all these attitudes and snapping on everybody, baby, just go rest yourself. You're trying to push through and finish the thing when you need to rest for this last leg of the journey. And I want you to understand that submission to the process doesn't mean quitting or giving up, but it might mean redefining what success looks like for that particular season. So you don't have to envision rest or even submission as a bad thing. Life goes a little bit smoother when we can submit to the process. And then T, trust. Trust that everything God has for you will come at the appointed time. So you don't have to subscribe to the hustle culture. You know, we hustle responsibly around these parts as the Holy Spirit leads. We don't have to do the most unnecessarily in order to strive to get a thing, right? We do hustle responsibly. Again, we we hustle responsibly, but only in seasons that require the hustle, that require the grit for a thing to be produced. When you're in a season where you are simply exhausted, I'm going to need you to go ahead and submit to that process and then trust the process. Trust where you are in the process. Trust the step that you're on. Trust that you don't have to fight anybody for your stuff right? If you're in a position where you feel like you have to fight, that thing just might not be for you, okay? Because what we ain't doing, we ain't out here fighting for nobody, man, okay? We not fighting nobody for no job, okay? We not fighting nobody for no Christmas presents, okay? We're just not gonna do that, all right? Because you're way too grown to be fighting over these things, okay? 
if somebody don't want you, baby, you're going to move on because it's more efficient to see. We don't fight over people that don't want us, okay? We won't do that. We won't do that. We won't do that. We won't do that. And this is not a tone of judgment. It's just a fact. We don't have to do that because you are highly valuable. You are precious. You have worth. So we don't need to fight for things because things come easily to us that are in alignment for us. So I want you to remember this formula, reboot, empower, submit, trust. During this time of rest, your focus should be on the essential functions only. Your essential functions are going to be really different from my essential functions. Mine might look like going to the gym and getting some work done. Yours might look like spending time with your family and taking time off work. Everybody's reboot is different. But if you don't want to be one of those people who makes plans that quotation mark fail January 3rd, it's a good idea to give yourself time to rest. And your rest period might not even be over January 1st. Maybe your rest period goes all the way to February. Only you know exactly what you need to be successful. So remember, we are resting to reboot. Intentional rest means only doing the essential functions so that you can reboot and get prepared for what God has for you in 2023. It's time to talk about what I've been loving, product recommendations, shout outs to family and friends, and overall gratitude. Let's get into it. Okay, welcome back to another What I Have Been Loving. Naturally, as Thanksgiving has just passed, I have been loving the simplicity of spending time with my family. I know that that is a gift. It is not something that, you know, people get to do. We never know when it's our last year together as a full family. And, um, you know, I've enjoyed doing this holiday hype series for you all. And I've also enjoyed carrying some of these tips and strategies into my own life as I'm going through the holidays right alongside you all. Because if y'all think that the holidays go perfectly and smoothly for everybody, it's a lie. It's a lie, okay? (laughs) Like we talked about in the episode on cultivating joy, nobody's life is perfect. Just like nobody's wedding is perfect. Some people just have contingency plans for the contingency plans, okay? And if you make an active choice that you are going to be happy, then that is the contingency plan. And so what I have been loving has been getting to see my family, getting to spend time with my family and grateful that, you know, we have the opportunity and not everybody in my family was present with us this year. You know, um, we, we did lose some people and also some people were traveling and different things like that. So I want you all to know those of you that maybe lost somebody this year or even over the past two years that, um, my heart goes out to you and not in a way of like pity, but in a way of really reflecting with you and standing with you to honor your loved one's memory, because that's what part of what we did this year as well, right? Like we shared in laughter and joy, reflecting on some of the memories of people that we lost. So 
If you struggled getting through at least Thanksgiving, I want to say that I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you. I'm proud of you. You did it. You got through this first part. And if you need to use those strategies to topple on into, um, you know, Christmas, the Christmas season, you go right ahead and you do that. So that is all I have for you this week. I hope that you have enjoyed the show. If you did, share the love. Share with your auntie, share with your mama, share with your best friend, and then head on over to Apple Podcasts and leave us a five-star review. Reviews help the podcast to grow. Well, that is all I have for you today. I'll see you out in these social media streets.